You're listening to I'm Quincy and I'm Kay and this is a podcast so I teach Quincy a little bit about Marvel and I teach Kay a little bit about makeup watch out there are MCU spoilers ahead major spoilers ahead except for me <laughs> <laughs> well we are uh, diving into phase three and covering Civil War again this week with another great guest um, he is a writer, producer, and director, and co-founder of the independent production companies Hip Story Films and Dope TV. And he's a fellow of the NBC Writers on the Bridge program. Please welcome Hakeem, Hakeem Hill. <laughs> welcome back, Hakeem. Hello, hello. I'm glad to be back. Cool, cool. And, you know, we've dove into phase three. We've been mixing it up. Um, you know, we actually covered... Civil War last week as well. But as you know, there are two sides to every civil war. So we are having you on for our second part of Civil War um, covering this movie because it is so massive. Um, and yeah, so we're going to dive into Civil War again, Captain America Civil War, uh, which is the whole title. Um, but just some background info. It was released on May 6, 2016, directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Um, just to get you in the mindset of what was happening in 2016, um, the video uh, phone game uh, Pokemon Go was all the rage. It had come out in 2016. Man, I didn't start like you playing it until like probably you know, early 2020. And I was like, oh, I'm walking so many places and I'm playing it. And then like everything's shut down. I was like, ah, oh, I can't walk Dude. long places anymore. <laughs> Did you know Pokemon Go, there's certain animals you can only get in certain parts of the country? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like Ponyta, I think you can only get in like China, in like rural China. And like Mr. Mime, you can only get in France. Well, that's annoying. Yeah. I mean, Mr. <laughs> Mime is annoying, but uh, my friends who's a traveler, plays Pokemon Go when she travels because of the country-specific Pokemon. Oh, wow. So play it? I didn't know people still played it. Oh, I have a friend who has, like, pretty much almost all... She's just trying to go for the original 150. I think she pretty much has, like, all 150 Pokemon except, like, three Wow. Uh, wow. That's that's dedication. Yeah. 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 People are still playing it. Yeah. It, for me, it was just, like, motivation to, like, on my walks to be like... I okay, think a lot of people did that. Yeah, let's go a little bit farther to this place because then we'll be able to get this like, you know, this extra gift or whatever. Um, yeah, so that that came out in 2016. Um, another thing that happened in 2016 was the Rio Olympics. Simone Biles and the U.S. women's team, a.k.a. the Final Five, um, won their medals. Um, I'm obsessed with Simone Biles and that whole Olympic team. I went down a uh, Olympic team tryout wormhole and I am oh my god well and it's timely because we're in 2021 July and the uh Tokyo the Olympics. new Tokyo Olympics are about to start so yeah I feel like that's uh it's we're 
coming around full circle moment. Um, and, and also it was the year that the hashtag Oscar so white uh, was originated. Yeah. Uh, because so many of the nominees were of Caucasian descent and all four mm-hmm. acting category winners uh, ended up being white people, um, which interesting enough, one of them was Brie Larson who ended up playing Captain Marvel in the MCU. Oh, um, so yeah, just a couple few things that happened in 2016, but let's just go ahead and dive into Captain America, Civil War, massive movie. Some people call it Avengers 2.5. Um, yeah, because we'll, it's, it's Avengers 2.5, Hakeem? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it had the whole Avengers in there. <laughs> yeah. And then Avengers. some. It made no sense that it was called Captain America. <laughs> this is true. Uh, I want to know. I did. I was like, should I go back and watch the part when you were first on where I earmuffed myself? Um, the conversation you and Kay had. But I was like, you know what? I want to I want to get it in real time. Do you remember? Maybe you don't. I remember giving a spoiler and you had to cover your ears, but I don't remember what it was about I, I do you remember well so yeah I, I do uh it was when we were talking about how they were in uh like the zola bunker with the computer oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and yeah. so we i was we told her, quincy the earmuff because i had realized on that watching that that was probably when uh steve oh, learned yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah tony's parents uh that uh bucky killed tony's parents uh, um i was thinking about today when i was watching it that also means Natasha knew too. Yeah. Wait, I, I, how? Wait, what? Connect the, the dots. So she was in the bunker with Steve Rogers when they were watching the little slideshow thing saying that the Winter Soldier killed Tony's parents. So if Steve Rogers found out then, because they don't say in, in, in this movie when he found out. So if he found out then, that means she also knew about it too. Yeah. Do you oh, remember that scene when they're in the bunker with the computer and it's talking to them? Yeah. And then they're seeing there's like all these shots of like files and like redacted mm-hmm. type thing. So mm-hmm. yeah. So for me, like I, I don't there's probably somewhere on the internet where people are just like, this is definitely where Steve learned about it. But for me, I was like, oh, that's probably I'm assuming that's where he learned about it. I think I think from a filmmaker standpoint, they should have like froze the frame. A little like while highlighted ago. it a little bit. Yeah, they should have highlighted it because it happens so quick. You mm. don't see it until like a couple of views later. Like, oh, all right, I, that's how he found out because they show his parents. All, they were showing all the people he killed, and then they showed his parents. Mm. It happens so fast if you don't like. Aren't really, paying attention. Not like paying complete attention. You're, you're gonna miss it. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, so Hakeem, what is what is your kind of like overall take on Captain America: Captain America Civil thing. War? You you like it? You 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 okay, you're okay with it? Um, yeah. And also specifically, are you Team Captain or Cap Cap or Team Iron Man? It in was this funny movie? when it first came out. I was on Steve Rogers' side. Mm-hmm. He just felt like a rebel. Like I, I loved his story arc. I'm like, all right, he goes from the the military guy you know, taking orders to, I'm not following any of you. Yes, the rebel. Yeah, I think that's a super dope arc. And you can, again, you can see his his suit turning darker over the years. Ah. Watching it again, I'm like, are you kind of a dick? (laughs) (laughs) How so? How so? Because, like, 
this is the, like this is something that, that Rody says. He was like, this is the United Nations. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like this is the UN. There's not regular people. This isn't just the United States. It's not just some other country. This is the UN. You know what I mean? Obviously, he's a he's jaded because he was following Shield, and then Shield was mm-hmm. obviously infiltrated by Hydra. So I get it. But still, like you can't just break laws just because you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's right. like it, it it'd be different if if like all right, the UN had like a history of doing like bad things. You know what I mean? But they don't. Yeah. So like why why wouldn't you at least think about it? You know what I mean? I, I feel like he didn't even think about it. He was just like wow. Yeah. Or even as you're saying that, like, if it is like the UN and their whole thing is like, you know, peace treaties and these accords, like coming at it as like essentially like another country, so to speak, like the Avengers country, because they're essentially their own people coming at Mm -hmm. them as like a partner, like another like countrymen to countrymen and like negotiating it that way versus yeah, feeling it like the feeling like they're they're subverse, you know, need to submit to them. Yeah, and then it's like, yo, they, they didn't go about it like, oh, we just don't like you guys. You gotta abide by what we're saying. It was, hey, you guys killed a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> y'all killed Period. a lot. <laughs> Period. So we need to get this in check. Yeah. Was like no, like all right, <laughs> smack in the face for that. Wait, I have a follow up question to that question, because sometimes do you think because I feel like too a few years ago, I, if I had watched this movie, I would have been cap capsized. Right. Because I would have mm-hmm. been like, yeah, rebel. And now because I'm I think a little mature, I'm like definitely like restraint would not be bad. Like, so do you think part of your like uh, like, oh, maybe I am on team captain, uh, team Iron Man is because uh, like maybe where you were a few years ago, or yeah. do you think it was particularly that line of dialogue from Rhodey that you heard that you were like, oh, shoot, like, I think it's because I'm a little bit older. You know, when I was younger, it was just, all right, just, you know, rebel. This is what the man is saying, rebel against it. You know, mm-hmm. I got a little bit older. It's like, all right, well, then they're making some good points. You guys yeah. are killing a lot of people. Like yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like New York, the battle of New York is their fault. This aliens, you know, like you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But like they Sokovia, like Sokovia, the yeah. whole city, <laughs> you know, like that's your fault. That's your yeah. fault. You yeah. Know what I mean? So they, they, they had a good point for doing it and to just say no without even considering what they're talking about, which is watching it again. I'm like, this could have been like two movies because the way he came to that to that point of just no was so fast. You're kind of a dick. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit, you know, and then half the team was like, yo, guys, we got to get this in check. And he's just like, no, mm. you fought aliens with these people. If I fight, mm-hmm. alien, of course, if I ever fight aliens with you, I'm going to consider what you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, because these aren't these aren't average people, right? Like yeah. these are your peers who get what you're going through and understand the battle and the demons you have to face. Yeah, yeah. Mm. super kind of very unrelated, but also kind of related. I was listening to a J. Cole interview and he was talking about when he first got in the rap game and he didn't really try to make friends with like Drake's and the, the Big Sean's and all of these people because that's competition. Right. And then he said, as he got older, he realized Nobody else really understands my life besides these guys because we're in the same place. 
Mm. And it's like the same thing with them. Like, yo, you're a superhero. Nobody else can understand you besides these other superheroes. Yeah. So if they if they're firm with something, I feel like at least consider it. And yeah. Think about it. Like, all right, Tony Stark, the biggest rebel, the biggest richest rebel, is saying, "I need restraint." I'll be like, if he's saying this, let me go ahead and look at what he's talking about. You know, because he's a dick historically. <laughs> a historical <laughs> dick. In his mind, like, all right, let me let me at least consider what he's talking about. Hmm. And Steve Rogers was just like. He's so jaded. He was so jaded. He's just like, no. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's jaded or he's hurt? I think a bit of both. Mm, definitely. Both. Yeah, definitely yeah. hurt. I mean, so the funny thing is, is, you know, this week I am sporting red eyeshadow because I am going to try to see the movie from Iron Man's point of view, Tony Stark's point of view. But last week, uh, last time uh, I was sporting blue because I was, I was arguing Cap's point of view. Um, but but yeah, I, you know, I didn't watch it again because I just recently watched it. Uh, I had also recently watched uh, it again with the commentary because I have the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm all up in it. Um, and I, I, I definitely more when I focus on like, you know, before when I was thinking about like, oh, Iron Man, yes, he's kind of right, but he's kind of doing it kind of almost selfishly because he knows he was the, you know, he was the one who messed up with creating Ultron. Um, and, you know, when he has that scene with Alfred Woodward, that hits him personally very hard. So he is trying to redeem himself. But I do realize that, like, yes, overall, they do need oversight because they have so much power. It just sucks that the people who are there having to put their power in the hands of like, you know, it's going to always, you're never really not sure whether they're, you're going to totally agree. Um, right. Which, you know, at this point, Cap just doesn't trust because of what happened with shield. Mm. And also, also uh-huh. with that, with the trusting, I will say, weren't they having to give up their stuff too? Uh, like Falcon had to uh, give his his wings back, like all of that. They got arrested. Yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah, when that's they, got, they arrested. got arrested. Never mind. Just yeah, because I was like, oh wait, actually, if they if part of the requirement was to give up their stuff, I would be like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that was the thing. I think okay. it was. You you can't move unless we're saying we need you. Yeah. You know, you're just like kind of going anywhere and doing what you want to do. You can't do that, you know? So I think I think it's gonna be one of those things where it's like, all right, aliens are here. We need you guys. Yeah. (laughs) There's a dictator somewhere that's kind of fucking things up. We need you guys. But you're just going places and doing whatever you want. Nah. Yeah. 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 Now I'm curious what was in that. 200 page document. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that was a, that was a missed opportunity. They should have like, you know, the uh, ARGs, the, the reality games, augmented reality games. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So like Where you can, they, so like JJ Abrams does it a lot. Like with Cloverfield, there would be like websites and like, you know, uh, short films, random stuff. Childish Gambino does it a lot too with his albums to have like Ooh. other material that goes along with it. And then oh, wow. plug the dots. Like one time Childish Gambino had a, he put out an EP, a, a mixtape, and then um it was just an instrumental. And then he put the verses on Reddit and then he let the fans connect the verses with the instrumental and then put the song out. So I wow. think that they missed an opportunity of like, 
actually having Sokovia Accords and putting it out some random place. Oh my goodness, Let I love this so much. Okay. That would have been super cool. You need to wow. be on the Marvel, like, <laughs> developing IP side. <laughs> Guys, somewhere out there, Paul Feige is how you say his name, right? Kevin, Please Kevin hi. Feige. Kevin. Oh, I always confuse him with um, Paul Fee. Paul Feig. Yeah, that Paul he's Feig. another. Yeah, because your uh, names look so director. familiar. Kevin Feige, please hire Hakeem Hill to be on the Marvel <laughs> development movie team because that is genius. Because I also feel just sidebar, like that's kind of the way entertainment is going. I feel like with it being more of an experiential thing uh, where you get to experience the thing in real life. So I think that's friggin' dope. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think that they'll end up doing it because they, they're expanding so much now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, and then, you know, it is a, the Disney property and they did open Avengers Campus at, you know, California mm. Adventure. So oh, I forgot about there's, that. There's that portion of it, too, how it's all like thematic and uh, uh, amusement, uh, amusement tized. Mm. Um, what if they yeah. did a Pokemon Go version of Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> what would you go find? Collect all the Avengers? Uh, I don't know. Just like what. Uh, Hakeem said where it's like supplemental story stuff that like kind of reframe some of the things that happen. Yeah, I mean, they got so much money, like Captain America is always saying, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. You know, I, there should be like a place in Brooklyn. Oh, shoot. You know what I mean? See where he lived, you know, but they wow. buy it. You know, Kevin Feige, are you uh, listening? Yeah, that'd be super Whoa. cool. <laughs> it's like a Captain Disney, America tour, like the Sex and the City tour. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> This is the spot where uh, they, he threw that kid off the docks in First Advantage, First Avenger into the water. This is where he used to get his newspapers to stuff his shoes with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Cool. Um, cool. You said, okay, you said um, it was Tony Stark's fault with Ultron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his fault. It was <gasps> Wanda's fault. Well, I mean, yes, true, true. And and she, you know, lives with that guilt. So she's that, you know, she's living the repercussions of that as well. True, true, true. Um, But but to turn it around, like who what created Wanda? What created that, you know, that impetus to turn against Tony, the bomb that she, you know, she got stuck in. It was ultimately his fault. You're right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just all a cycle, man. It's all all connected. And it just needs one person to be like, hey, stop. Let's all just forgive each other, man. And let's not hide in the darkness of shame. (laughs) But But it wouldn't be enough. But it wouldn't be as fun because then they wouldn't be able to pew pew at each other. Yeah. Came back and Thanos killed everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. And then there's just Thanos. He's just like, ah, yeah. half of y'all. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I have something I want to say uh, as I watched this movie. As I watched this movie, I remember when we sat down with Hakeem, I was like, you know, I don't know if we need a Captain American one. We could have just done Captain America 2 and called it a day. <laughs> watching this Uh and i'm like "Mm, we need captain america one so i am walking back my statement mostly because again like i think with the marvel movies i'm also realizing with how thoughtful they are with the you know it's the longest tv show in the world um it's a slow burn definitely like you get the impact of like the action and the immediate storyline that they're pushing in the movie but i'm starting to see 
the emotional payoffs of certain things comes a lot longer down the line. And like, I don't think like Hakeem said for Captain America too, but I felt it for three because, you know, you have to wonder like, why are you doing so much? You're jeopardizing so much for this one person who mm-hmm. doesn't, not that like, that's a reason, like if someone doesn't recognize you, but like, and, and, and also being dishonest about it too. Right. Like if you had just had a conversation with someone, we wouldn't have a movie, but we would, you know, things would be fine. Right. But I think, you know, it was that payoff of like knowing that this man had, you know, stuck through him when Captain America was a nobody, like, and he was like, gonna pay that forward. I like really appreciated that. And also just, and it was an interesting thing of how complicated things can get. Cause like captains caps, uh, intentions were so pure and honest, but he was going about it in like the sneakiest ways, kind of like be subversive. Yeah. Yeah. And and, I mean, there was a, there was one point I was, when I was listening to the dialogue again, when um they were at the airport before they started fighting, and then Cap was like, "There's five more super soldiers just like him," and nobody was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, no one was like, "Okay, well, let's sit down and make a group plan about this and tell yeah, you like, know." Nobody asked like, "How do you know this?" Like, you know, and they was they just wanted to stop him. I'm like, "Yo, fam, he just told you there's five more guys like this one." And you've been having a hard time with this one guy. Yeah. But I think it was because wasn't it because they didn't believe him? Like they were like, and that wasn't that what happened at the end where they were like, oh, I finally believe you now. Yeah, they they just thought they he was making shit up. Why wouldn't you believe him? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, why, why wouldn't you believe him? Like, wh- why would he be doing all of this? You know, he's not doing it just for Bucky. Like, he is doing it for Bucky. Like, this is my guy. But he was like, this is five more like this guy. Yeah. Well, then, OK, wait, Hakeem, then I he, he I will I will um, take what you said and flip it back on you then, which is with Iron Man, you're dealing with some on from Iron Man's perspective. Here's Cap, who is like historically a brown noser. Right. Uh, who never breaks the rules. And he is going about breaking all the rules. Like, why not then also like listen to that? Well, he's a dick too. Like, you know? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. You know, so he's, he's not gonna listen. <laughs> too, you know, he should have. He should have listened to him. Like, all right, let me at least see what he's talking about. Yeah. Before we do this. Yeah. Again, we fought aliens together. <laughs> we, and 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 the crazy, the kind of cool thing about this is that that relationship between Tony and and Steve it switches it has switched back and forth so much throughout the previous movies that it's almost like okay yeah we know you guys you know you guys rally when it needs to happen but you guys really have like some issues <laughs> that, you, that you could just like you know iron out between your, yourselves because you know in the in Ultron it was the exact opposite you know it was it was Tony being like let's not ask for permission let's just do it so yeah. now you know the the shoes on Steve's foot. And he's just like, we're just doing it because we know it's right. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I know I'm supposed to be more like on Iron Man arguing the Iron Man side this week, but you know, you know, Peggy had just died. He, when he learned about Bucky killing Tony's parents, that was during winter soldier in my mind. And that was when Nick Fury had told him don't trust anyone. So right. like he is, 
trying to just rely more on like his gut because he's been like, you know, it's the the carpet has been pulled out from under him and everything he's put his trust in previously have been has been, you know, uh, has crumbled so much before um, that it's like this is just like this is what, what I feel like I need to do. So he just he just keeps trying to go and do it. Um yeah. Yeah. And then everyone gets roped in in that one little conflict between between those two, um, which, you know, which is why this movie is so massive um, and and yeah, and and blows up to such a huge um, the huge fight with so many new players and new characters and stuff like that. The commentary, do they say why it's not an Avengers movie and it's a Captain America movie? Um. No, they just say that when they were thinking about the next Captain America, like that was just the storyline that they felt they wanted to do because it is it is like Cap's story in the sense of like, you know, he was the one who had the main relationship with Bucky. Mm. Um, And since that was kind of the main kind of crux of the story, that's why it was a a Captain America movie. Um, They had such an emotional arc for Tony Stark too. Like they showed like, his last interaction with his parents. Yeah. You know, another reason why Steve Rogers is a, is a dick, because when they were in the office, he was talking about his father. Yeah. Like, Yo, I only knew your father as a young man, as a bachelor. I'm like, well, fam, you know who, you know who killed him. Why you, don't talk to me about my daddy. Don't kill him. <laughs> That's a big move. Yeah. <laughs> like we had a whole conversation about my dad. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know he, like he died in a car accident. You knew he got killed by your boy. Yeah. Save right now. True, true. I, I mean, yeah. And and you know, like you makes you wonder, like, could have you been the bigger guy at that point? But you know, it's like the situation of like they were everyone was gunning for Bucky and like and like Steve was trying I probably the first time ever trying to like be very calculated and like what he was you trying to was do. Just, this was just botched because Steve has never been calculated in his life. So he just like botched it. Like if it was like Tony was in his shoes, it would have been like, but like, cause he's like trying to be sneaky. He just was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he messed that up. And like, he's, he, he was frozen. He don't really have that many relationships with people. <laughs> you, had, you had your boy Bucky, then you both went down and then you was frozen. Yeah. You came back to life. You ain't got no friends. Yeah, no Nick Fury, but he's not even there. (laughs) Yeah, and he's just there when he wants to be, and then says cryptic things, and then ghosts on you. I was curious why he wasn't in this movie. Fury, Mm. yeah, like he had like a he had a small Mm. role in Age of Ultron, and then disappeared, and then he just wasn't around for this. And like he, it was the Avengers was his idea, so I'm I'm curious what was the the choices behind not including him you know, in, in this one. Right. Well, I mean, I think that actually brings up an interesting point because, you know, he was the architect of the Avengers. I wonder if kind of in the same vein of like, you know, post winter soldier, if they, he was still kind of on the run and trying to lay low because they might've been pushing the blame on, you know, making him part of the fault of it. Cause you know, these are pretty much his people. Um, actually one of the, the interesting things we discussed last week, this was a great thing that Sade brought up was whether or not we thought team, uh, Thor or Hulk, uh, if they had been there, what teams they would have been on. Um, and it was interesting discussion. Cause for me, I didn't, I didn't know what 
necessarily what Thor's side would have been, but I thought uh, Hulk's side, even though he would have traditionally wanted to be on the on Tony's side because he knows what it's like to have kind of like unwarranted power that can get out of reach and like and you know and can be uh, you know uncontrollable because and this was part of Steve's point because of the people who were leading the agenda the Sokovia Accords were being led by Secretary Ross who was his main pretty much the, his villain in Incredible Hulk I right. thought that he might be on Cap's side right. So and so that kind of brings you to the point of like uh, another argument on cap side of just like, yes, we need oversight, but who's running that agenda and can we trust them? Mm. You know, um, what do you what do you think of that about that? Uh, I think I think Thor probably wouldn't even care. I'm not even like from here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Brace. I can sign it, but it doesn't mean nothing. I'm a god. Like, <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I, I that's a good point with, with Asian Ross. And 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 uh and Banner, because I do I do think he probably would have leaned towards Tony Stark's point of view, but he, given his history with us, he might have he might have been a little indifferent about that, or felt different about it. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm just also curious to know how that conversation would have gone down with Natasha had he gone to Cap's side, like what that conversation would look like. Right. Yeah. Or or would they not know until like they get to the airplane hangar and she sees them, you know, like yeah. how yeah. would have handled that? Yeah. Maybe he was like, he, maybe he's like the wild card at the end. He just shows up and they're like, which one guy? And he's just like, uh, uh, probably been, he probably would have been the wild card. Like I see, I see both sides. Like I see mm-hmm. what both of you are feeling. What if he was the peacekeeper that could have just fixed this from happening? <laughs> he probably, he could have been, no, nah, yeah. he, he wouldn't have been. Cause he's not a, he's never been too assertive. Mm. and anything like he's just kind of i know how dangerous i am so i'm gonna stay back over here yeah and if you need me out you can come get me but i'm not gonna be a part of it wait presumably he's still in that invisible plane somewhere right yes that invisible plane oh yeah 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 he's there just like flying off into space oh he could have been on the on the um on that other planet already oh she hasn't seen it yet oh (laughs) i know something's gonna happen because i saw the 2020 in 2020 when they did like the i didn't know what was happening but like it was that from some avengers movie where like everyone comes and attacks and then everyone someone it was a meme and then someone put like all the people who got to i don't know it was one of those like against trump oh oh, the the portals yeah, so I know something happens where it's a bigger world, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing is, you know, we are in phase three, so things are expanding, and and they're I feel like more than any other phase because there's only been three phases so far. There's was a lot more crossover in these upcoming movies um, than the previous two because they were more just introducing characters. But you know, speaking of introducing characters, we have so many character new characters introduced in this movie you got black panther you got spider-man you got zemo um i mean so what did you think of zemo as a villain what was that what did you think of zemo as a villain in this i mean for me it was so surprising it was surprising i remember the first time i watched it i was like huh i don't get it and it wasn't until the very end when he has that you know 
little speech of just like, you know, I needed to turn them against each other. I was like, oh, shoot. So he wasn't it, it wasn't, you know, that usual formula of like a big bad. We all go after him. Right. Big fight between us and that person. Um, I, I, I felt he I, I thought he was a strong villain. Despite the fact that you didn't know he was the true big bad he wasn't he was the bad but you didn't know he was the actual big bad until the very end um and you know it was great like as far as like like you said Kay, like he's he kind of creates the big peter he uses their weaknesses and flaws and egos and like amps that up and turns that into the big bad and lets them eat themselves up, destroy themselves, which I found very interesting. And his emotional story, I think with Ant-Man, we talked about this, like his motivation was very relatable and understandable and rooted in realness of like, I lost everything. Very human. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and for a move that has so many different sides and people having their own agendas and you wonder you know, they and each sides have their own good points. Like he did also have his own good point of just like, you know, these people are too powerful. They, you know, super soldiers shouldn't exist. Um, I did this purposefully. So, you know, people could see what, you know, havoc they wreak. And so they're not so much uh, just on their side and letting them able to just run rampant. You know, what do you what do you think about Zemo? I love them. Like, I, I know a lot, a lot of people didn't like him because he was so, like, understated. Mm. He was a quiet villain, you know, but it was so personal. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I feel like as a, I think the only time you ever see a, a villain so personal was, like, Killmonger after that, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, so personal, you know? So I thought he was great. It was it was laid back. It was understated. He didn't, you know what I mean? He didn't enforce power nowhere. It was just, yeah, yeah, I don't think he needed to. He like yeah. tapped into their power and let them do it themselves. Yeah, and like even his some of his last dialogue when he was talking to T'Challa and was like, "I'm sorry about your father." Like he was genuine. Yeah. I'm sorry about him. I didn't, you know, I didn't want that to happen to him. But you know, I had to do what I had to do. And yeah. he, he said he's got a, he had a beautiful son. I'm like, damn, this dude was a genuine guy. But he's like, yo, you guys killed my family. Mm. You know, and yeah. I, I, until you just said that, I never connected that he was kind of on the side of the Sokovia Accords. Yep. Yeah. But he just enacted it in a different way. Mm. But mm. yeah, he was like kind of like the through line of the whole thing. And it was all on the same, the same like topic of you guys have too much power. We can't have that happening. Yeah. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. He is the third side to the Sokovia, the the peace treaty. I would also argue maybe he's also the most level headed in the movie. Like if you think about it, just like everything is like, you know, I'm not saying it's okay, but like everything is like, oh, yeah, you make sense. I don't you know, like logically you can follow the progression and he's not coming from like a like, um, you know, with like Tony and Caps arguing, it was just kind of like brute force like yeah gonna muscle jerk. through yeah, yeah like his was just very like methodically thought well out. i mean talk about calculating i mean mm-hmm. he talks about how like in winter soldier you know black widow she released all the information about shield and hydra and he i think it was when he when he um 
what I forget at one point, but you talked about just like having patience and like, unless, you know, some people wouldn't have taken the time to look through all the information, but that's what I did. Cause he used to be Sokovian special forces. So he actually is trained and has the ability to like be forceful and, and use physical strength. But that was, he was relying more on his, like his stealth and his, you know, mind and his brains to, you know, take down these brute forces, these powerful forces. Um, yeah, he said, I could never overpower them. Like more powerful men than me have tried. Yes. So I got I had to go about it a different way. See, he's listening. Yeah. Yep. You know, he's like, he's listening and thinking. What did I say, Kate, last week? I said, everyone's wrong because no one is listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he already knew, like, I can't take these guys out with force. So I got to, yeah. like, find out all of their deep, dark secrets and have yep. them kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I have a question. Um, if you guys could pick a different team captain for this Civil War round, who would it be? <laughs> just like for like for fun oh, like yeah i'm sorry thank you is it on both sides yeah like if like it didn't have to be iron man and it didn't have to be captain america who would you guys elect oh uh black panther and and winter soldier oh interesting mm-hmm. he, he originally thought it was him and he was like i'm gonna get this guy <laughs> yeah i'm going to kill this guy i, I loved black panther in this like I thought it was a super dope introduction and y'all haven't talked about Black Panther, the movie yet. Not no, yet. no, that's a down the line. But I've seen that. So it's okay. Yeah. Oh, you actually have seen it. Okay. Yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, it does. It's a great movie, but I didn't, I, I liked how passionate he was in, in Civil War. Mm. I, I didn't feel he was as passionate in, in Black Panther. Mm. But this, movie, like, I, this guy, I don't like him. He did this. I'm going to go get him. Yeah. You know, it was like, all right, there's nothing you can do to stop me. It's like, I'm yeah. the king and I'm the Black Panther. How long do you think you can keep this guy away from me? You know, so I, I think if I had to replace the captains or the, yeah, the, or the leaders of the teams, it had to be him and, and, and Bucky, you know, going at it. Interesting. Why Bucky? Oh, because he thought it was him. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> he thought it was him. Because okay. of the conflict between the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting because like, you know, the, because of the conflict between Steve and Tony, that's kind of why they're the main team leaders. Um, so f- like for me, the way the conflict like lines up better uh, or like similarly is like, I think Rhodey on team, you know, Iron Man, because he's a representative of the government and mm. he's, you know, part of that kind of like that structure. And he's also the one that was just like, we, you know, we need to live in a system that has rules um, for team capside. I'm not so I probably maybe mm, I'm not sure for team capside. Who else was on team cap? Uh, uh, it's Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Buckeye, Wanda, Falcon Wanda. and Cappy. And then mm. there's also Ant-Man. And then on the other side, they had um, Spider-Man. Yeah, I guess I would also say just Bucky because it's his life that's on the line. Yeah. <laughs> like he's the one being accused. Oh, interesting. I don't think the rest of them were as passionate about it. Like they were just kind of following behind Captain because that's just what they do. Yeah. No, I didn't feel like uh, who else was on his side? It was it was Hawkeye, Wanda, uh, Wanda Ant Man. Yeah. Bucky, Ant Man, and Falcon. Yeah, I feel like the, and the rest Falcon. Of them were, kind of, were kind of just following behind Cap, but none of them were really that passionate about like what it was. Yeah, invested in why. Yeah, but I think with Bucky, it was like, I'm innocent. Mm. But I'm not completely innocent because I was killing all these people for the last yeah. five years. 
you know, and, and with, with uh, Black Panther, he was so passionate about getting this revenge. Like, I'm going to kill this guy, yeah. kill him father, you yeah. know. And actually, that relates to one of the things I learned from the commentary um, about how, you know, in that main battle scene, um, the fact that Spider-Man and Ant-Man are they were able to give them kind of the comic relief lines was because they were the ones that were most disconnected from the actual like drama of the conflict. So they were purposefully added on to have like the ability to lighten up the mood a little bit (laughs) because they weren't as invested in it. I am. We talked about this a little bit in Ant-Man. This movie, I am a Paul Rudd fan. I am. He's so likable. He is. But like, oh, my God, when he came. okay, that talking about levity, like you knew he was going to come and he pops out and he like and he has like the Paul Rudd like money shot. And I was like, like it was just like it was like a breath of fresh air and i was like man paul red knows he has like this money shot and he is just giving it to you and i was like i am a fan like officially yeah, he, he shines on screen every time yeah yeah he really does he really does uh what movie i was i watching that he was in uh it is in it was a bad oh he's in um Romeo and Juliet, the Baz Luhrmann film as like the goody boy next door. Like, oh, yes. The one Juliet's, that Juliet's supposed to marry. Yeah. And he's like this like goofy, like, hey, babe. And like, he's like the nerdy one. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. man, he's so funny in it. <laughs> you must be a lot of water, too, because I got like super young. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's probably in more things than we really realize. Oh, he's in so many things. So many things. And for such a long time, I mean, and and yeah, he does not age. He does not age. There are Buzzfeed quizzes online that are like, choose a younger picture of Paul Rudd. And it's just like two pictures of him next to each other. And you're like supposed to figure out which one's younger. And like I got out of like 30, I got 16. (laughs) Yeah. 16 right here. Uh, here's my pitch for team captains. Um, originally, I was thinking maybe just like pure logically, uh, not more stakes wise. I was like, ooh, maybe Hawkeye and Rhodey would be great just because they're both like pretty clear headed and like chess masters, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Then as you guys were talking about emotional arcs, I was like, oh, that's very interesting. And then I'd be kind of not to be like to add to the like women hating women, but I'd also love to see like Wanda and Natasha go at it mm. too. Um, and I know the issue I mean, isn't a pertain. It's, it's not specific to them, but like they both have such guilt and like shame around their history. Uh, yeah. And I would wonder like how that would, and like, you know, she's fresh face. She's the veteran. Natasha's the veteran. So it's like how that would dictate their leadership. And then just pure for like chaos, I would do Rhodey and Ant Man. <laughs> just because just you know, I mean, I think it's a different movie now. <laughs> yes, that's a comedy movie right there. Yeah, yeah. No, it would just be, but like, oh my god, Don Cheadle and Don. Okay, also, I don't know if you know this. Like, I'm obsessed with Don Cheadle. Oh my god, Don Cheadle and Paul Rudd. Going toe to toe, two comedic up. geniuses. Like, oh yeah. my god, in a Marvel movie, that would be sick. Yeah, that'd be super cool. That, that's that's something that's something to write into a future Ant Man or or in a in a in a TV show down the line, yeah. a, a Disney Plus show. Wanda, I couldn't see. I would never want to see Wanda going against uh, Natasha because she would like tear her apart. 
I like, mean, physically, she would just rip her apart. Yeah, she could. No, no challenge there. Dantasha would have to seriously rely on like her manipulation skills, like be like just talking, talking her through some type of like logic that would make her like play on her guilt, play on her past, play on her whatever yeah. card that she had. Because, um, yeah, just out of pure power. A physical fight would not yeah. ripped apart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, I can't wait to see Wanda's full power because like you got I you def I definitely got a sense of it in this movie. Like yeah. it's so she untapped. Is, she is so oh, yeah. powerful. In a Wanda vision. Like it's she's she's ridiculously powerful. Yeah, we, we won't get we won't get till that until end of phase three. Because <laughs> we're watching them in order. Um but yeah, so that's that's uh pretty much uh all you know what most of the time we have for um the marvel portion of the podcast are there any other tidbits or items you wanted just to quickly mention any last minute hot takes hakeem i will say as part of the commentary one of the things that i thought was fun was you know when we're talking about paul red and he's meeting all the avengers they Mm kind of had adjusted that scene to kind of reflect Paul Rudd's energy that the, that he just had on set that day because he pretty much was like that showing up and being like oh my god oh my god there's there's the Avengers are here so that scene was directly kind of in, you know infused that specific energy of him being like hey you're Captain America you're great oh so are you and like hey you're this guy you know so yeah just Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd bringing his magic to the screen that was funny he was like fanning out like (laughs) (laughs) hardcore like like all of us in the audience you know yeah i love him i love him no no hot takes i just i just think it should have been an avengers movie i don't think it Mm -hmm. needed to be a captain america movie Mm, interesting there was so many because they followed so many different perspectives Mm. you know there were so many scenes without captain america even in it so it's like why wouldn't it just be Mm. old team you know what I would have wanted? I wanted more uh, hot goss between what happened with uh, Tony and Pepper. I was like, ooh, he what got happened there? trouble. Like, he <laughs> is in the dog house. Like, and obviously he's feeling sad, but I was like, I want to know what happened. I want to know what Pepper said to him because Tony is feeling bad. <laughs> like, devastated bad. I like after he gets off the screen, Cause I've been as on the acting side, I've noticed like he doesn't blink for a full 10 seconds. He leaves the stage and it's like one long shot as he comes backstage and he doesn't blink. Just, I was like, wow, I, my eyes would dry out. Um, <laughs> he's devastated. Right. With the whole, yeah. I don't know. I just want to know what she said to him. Yeah. How, how it went they, down. They, and that's another thing. They planted so many seeds of them battling over the, the course of the last few movies. So when they when they weren't together in this one, it, it made sense. But it's a Captain America movie, so I'm like, why would they have so many emotional things um, to him? I see. If I see. At least, or, or call it like Iron Man versus Cap or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it mm. didn't. Except it was a great name, but it didn't need to be a Captain America. So, so maybe there's a cap, a missing Captain America three out there, that storyline out there that they could have actually that was more strictly really captain specific. america yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I the way they did black widow which should have came out years ago mm-hmm. I yes oh, we were talking has, about this she hasn't seen it yet so I no spoilers, oh my no goodness Hakeem, i have to wait i have to <laughs> wait now i'm invested like it didn't wait, wait, wait. So are, y'all watching, are y'all watching the movies in the order of the timeline time yeah. they were released oh when they were released oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but now i'm know. invested and it hurts 
it was <laughs> we might break it to go watch Shang-Chi together though yeah I might if things are still normal I'm simmering on that and simmering yeah. on that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I agree the, Black uh, Widow should have come out sooner like similar to how they did Black Widow yeah like taking place after this you know what mm. I mean I want to know like what was he doing in those in between years yeah was he just laying low? Was he living in like Brazil or some shit? Like, where was he? <laughs> yeah. So much history in that time before he comes back. So yeah. I look that. That I, 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 I agree. I feel like there is a whole series in there of them. Just like, you know, the, the team cap that ended up be- between that point and beginning of infinity war, what were they doing? Cause they obviously during that whole time, we were t- basically, criminals on the run, subverting to the Sokovia Accords, you know? Yeah, um, a concept, like, all right, this military guy is now a criminal on the run. And yeah. really on the run for the whole planet, really, the whole globe. Like, yeah. it's not the United States. Yeah, exactly. The From the whole United Nations. The whole, the whole <laughs> Yeah. So where do you even hide? <laughs> on K- the K- invisible K- airplane with Hulk. <laughs> life, yeah. I seriously think Hulk was watching this whole thing. There's no way. He was definitely like, well, maybe not because he would have been triggered, but like, well, you know, you'll he find out where triggered. he was. Oh, uh, okay. I would yeah. be like eating popcorn and being like, dude, look at my friend's fight. This is <laughs> tight. Like, oh my goodness. You know, because it like that was what I loved about the hanger scene was like. Just, you know, I think I mentioned this last week, like seeing them fight baddies is cool, but like seeing them fight each other is even cooler because you they really have to be creative in subverting expectations because they know each other's uh, tricks. Yep. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Fighting to capture, not to kill. Yeah. And watching it again. That's, that's also why I think Wanda would like tear <laughs> Black Widow. Natasha. Yeah, because she said um, when she launched her away from from Hawkeye, she was like, Yo, you're pulling your punches. And I think mm-hmm. all of them were doing that. Like they weren't really yeah, trying yeah. to kill each other. True. You know? But I think she would have yeah. tested her enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know y'all like that. Yeah, she's scary. Yeah. Oh, can't wait for you to see WandaVision. Okay. And that's <laughs> and that's where we'll wrap that that up. Um, so yeah, so um, Kevin America, Civil War, great discussion. Uh, uh thank you so much, Hakeem, as always. Yes. Um, but now we're going to transition into our stretch and, stretch share. and share. Um, I believe last I week I forget stretch. Um you, let's uh, do like a big upper back stretch i have my hands clasped behind your back stretching up yes oh yeah Um, that's open up your chest you can take a deep breath in and hakeem do you want to share uh what am i sharing anything whatever you want to highlight from your week a highlight something you learned about yourself something that happened to you I don't know if I have anything. Did Something you, have you saw recently? Nest or? and roost and have babies. Oh yeah, what happened to your what pigeons? What happened to your pigeons? This is like our oh, own saga. Back. I, I had no. I've had, I've had everything. I had the uh, the little spikes put on the balcony. They just walked past it. They did not care. <laughs> Yeah, they, they came and they were gone for a little while, but they came right back. I'm like, oh my God. You know what? It like, sounds so funny. They're like, they're like, this is a good spot, guys. Yeah. This is a good spot. <laughs> I'm realizing, I think it, I think it was, um, I think it's the shade that they like because mm. right directly across, sometimes it'll be like eight of them just sitting there in the sunlight on the roof. 
And then like three or four of them would just fly over here because I think this shade mm. is too hot over there. So I, I get it. And I would be fine if they weren't just moaning, like just stop making noise. <laughs> if they would stop moaning, it would be fine. But it just, they, they just... Like, you call it moaning like it must sound like moaning if you're calling it moaning it's like super heavy like in the, in the diaphragm moaning i'm like yo fam <laughs> if you're gonna go to sleep go to sleep bro but don't, don't moan <laughs> it's so annoying you're just having bad nightmares <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm waking up, I, I had a nightmare about it like that was just with <laughs> Oh no! I had like they laid an egg and then I I picked the egg up and I threw it because I was pissed off. And then they just started attacking me. Oh no! And then and that's it, how you became pigeon man. Horror <laughs> <laughs> story. Yeah. <laughs> you'd so be funny. so pissed because you'd be like, "This is the last thing I want to be, <laughs> not you guys." <laughs> That might be a good, a good superhero movie. I love that. Can you please write that? <laughs> I might make it like yes. <laughs> It'd be great. It's a great, it's like perfectly set up. He has to love himself in this form. <laughs> yeah, that's, and then, yeah, that's the biggest update, though. They're, they're back. Wow. Born in the morning, just moaning. Oh, man. Dang. Dang. I'll open up my belt. I, I toss water on them all the time. So I like, open up my balcony door and then they'll just creep out and just look at me. And then I'll like make the motion that I'm tossing the water and it'll just get up and fly away. Then oh, so they recognize. Oh yeah. yeah they oh, know interesting. Exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're they doing. Know. <laughs> Have you thought about like becoming friends with them and like, you didn't know, no. no, but like, I don't know, like starting your own carrier pigeon business. <laughs> train them, train them. <laughs> yeah. If I could train him to stop moaning, yeah. <laughs> Only the noise that bothers me. That's it. Oh, man. They could just be quiet. It would be fine. I wouldn't even know they were there, but they just, all his, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? Wow. Wow. That's a very um, uh, surprising noise. I would never think pigeons would, because you always hear them cooing. Yeah. It's not, it's not a, it's not a cooing. Or is that doves? Dubs no, too? I think pigeons coo. They, they, they do that like, doo, 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 uh, you know? Yeah, sometimes they'll do that, but it's mostly just that that heavy. I feel it's like they're sleeping. You know how some people just snore? I yeah. Think they'll go on my balcony and just like fall asleep and then just start doing that. I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, <laughs> At least Man. chirp. Like, if it was chirping, I'm like, all right, you know, I grew up with a parrot. That'd be cool. Yeah. You said that, that noise, but like you're just moaning, like, stop doing that. Oh, man, that's funny. I also feel like there's like an animated show about pigeons going oh, through puberty or something <laughs> there. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just like turning into an angry man because I'll be like complaining about it. <laughs> pretty passionate about this. <laughs> cool. I mean, use it, use it. Use it. <laughs> it's a lonely issue I have. <laughs> yeah, no one understands. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. Well, thank pigeons, you for that share. Yeah, pigeons number two. Pigeons yep. two. <laughs> and you know, maybe you ho- maybe hopefully down the line we'll have you back and we'll learn. We'll hear uh, the, the next phase. Trilogy, the yeah. Phase. Uh, <laughs>
Um, my share uh, this week is I've been just watching more things as I do. Uh, the The new season of Never Have I Ever dropped on Netflix and I've already binged that and it's really good. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, and also the new show Schmigadoon on Apple Plus. I just saw that. Premiered. And I was like, this looks absolutely silly and totally my jam. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch it? I did. They dropped two episodes, watched both of them. Keegan Michael Key and Cecily Strong are a couple. Oh, I gotta see. I, I never even heard of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, but like, it looks like Mary Poppins at the same it's, time. It's oh, like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. They get stuck in a town called Schmigadoon, which is pretty much an old, old musical, classic musical that they are living in. Um, So very, you know, showboat, very Oklahoma, uh, Rogers and very, Hammerstein like, city. Keegan Michael Keel esque. Yeah. 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 Um, and so all of those really like old, sometimes problematic, tropes <laughs> you come know up, but they like come up it, right and they're just dealing with it and the whole idea is like cool. they're stuck in this town and f- until they find true love but since they're kind of you know on a ro- their relationship is on the rocks um they're having to figure out um what true love really means so they can finally you know get out of the town um mm-hmm. but yeah really funny and never have i ever too really really funny um yeah and so i recommend both of those um quincy what's your share uh, I don't know if I really have a share. Um, mostly that I just need some sleep. I caught some sleep today. Um, uh, I don't know. Right before I was looking at some furniture, I think I might buy a pink couch. Cool. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and dive into the makeup portion of the yes. podcast um today we are covering um sunscreen, sunscreen. and how to uh, protect yourself from the, sun. from the sun and and just and also real quickly before we start like i said i am sporting red eyeshadow this week in honor of team iron man team tony last mm-hmm. week i was sporting blue um, hey, it looks great what do you think today's application looks great i worked very hard on this because last week <laughs> my blue was a little wild i look like mimi from the drew carey show you did not look like mimi from the it was drew- really high i was trying to like you know i i was seeing so like you know loki had just come loki had been airing and i've been watching a lot of react videos and a lot of the girls in those videos they were really going doing really cool things with their eyeshadows with a lot of blues and greens so i was kind of like trying to try that and it was not great it was not successful so in order to do this it was I, great it looks I, great I, Kay. but here's what i did i when i originally started it was kind of like up here uh-huh. and like and then <laughs> what i did is like i pretty much started just like wiping it back so it was more tamed okay that's so, a technique <laughs> so, as yeah, it was. It's a little. Did you say clownish, Hucky? Yeah, yeah. Clown. cause it's up to here. I mean, that's I. But I think what you have on is great. Also, Hucky last week she was also wearing it was like a t uh like a robin's egg blue with like red. And one of the things we were uh I was telling uh Kay was you don't want colors on your face that's fighting for your attention because she had a beautiful lip on and but it was because it was such a bright blue and such a bright red 
your eye wants to focus on something. And so it was just fighting the contrast. Yeah. And so what I did this week is like, I actually, all I did was I used the kind of like peach lip liner to line my lips. And then I just put gloss though. The gloss was a gloss I used when after I would use like a pretty dark red. So I think some of that dark red got on my lips, but I wanted, that's what I was thinking of, of like, make sure the whole face, the eyes and the lips weren't contrasting. It looks great. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you think to just make this pop more? I could have done like maybe I thinking like eyebrows and eyeliner. Uh, I would say maybe an eyeliner, but your lip is so nice and bold that I feel like you don't need to. Okay. Okay. I really like this look. And, and one last quick question. This this was a, an eye thing, right? That you gave yes, me. Yes, it's glitter. Okay, so if I want it, because Jacob was actually like, you would just dab it on, yeah, over the whole lid, or just a uh, certain depends. spot. I think you would uh, play with it because it has a bronze shimmer to it. Okay, um, but yeah, you can like put it around here. You can put it on your cheeks for some sparkles. Hakeem, just so you know, this is like witchcraft that. Uh, people who wear makeup do to like look shimmery. So got chapstick. That's what I got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Part of it is just to look sparkly. So when guys are like, or you know, people are like, "Oh, you look so sparkly!" Like this is part of the magic. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. All um, right. Great so, yeah, job. So let's, Kay. Thank you, thank you. We will continue experimenting with putting things on my face. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and dive into sunscreen. sunscreen. Does okay, I feel like everyone has a good sunscreen or sunburn story. Ooh. Do you? Do, do, Me? Yeah, every, anyone? Um, I've only been sunburned on like islands. Like the last time I got sunburned, I was in Aruba and I was mm-hmm. on like I was on a boat and I was Wait, just, why an island? Is it cuz like you're like partying sun, and you're like sun might be different. I don't I don't know. I've never been I've never been burned in the States. I've only been burned on an island. Like I've been burned when I was in Jamaica. I got burned in Aruba and it's always on like my back or something. But I've never. Mm. And it could also just be how much I was in the sun. Like I'm never really like just baking in the sun. Like, I don't really do that. Yeah. That I don't be- remember. I don't remember where I heard this, but I've I've heard that, you know, island life and also just like boat life, you tend to get more sunburned because the sun reflects off of the oh. water as well. So you're kind of gaming it from above and also below and the reflection. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I have a, I have one. I remember this vividly. I was like three or four. We went to the beach. It was probably my first time at the beach. I remember my mom was like, wear sunscreen. Right. And I was like three or four. So I was like, no, because it felt gross. Right. And I, I remember my mom's friend was like, well, in Korean, she was like, well, if she doesn't want to wear sunscreen, she'll just have to like figure it out later. Like, you know, like let her do it. If that's not what she, that's what she wants. Um, then I remember the day was done and I was burned. (laughs) scream crying and now my mom is trying to put retroactively sunscreen on my back it's obviously not working it's too late <laughs> and that's my sun- sunburn story <laughs> yeah my mine mine is similar you know my my uh the home i grew up in it had a we have a pool so when we would have a lot of like during the summer like family pool parties and you know barbecues and stuff like that and i remember one day i was just like going in and out of the pool a lot. So when you put on sunscreen at the beginning of the day, it's like 
okay but like if oh, you yeah, go you in and reapply. out my mom was always like make sure you reapply and i i didn't so by the end of the night i was like so burned but <laughs> on top of it she was like well that this is what we're gonna do so you don't i don't know why so but she was like we're gonna put vinegar on your burns yes because it cools you down and, but the thing was it it hurt so bad oh so all i really remember, burned yeah so all i remember was sitting in the kitchen like on the stool covered in vinegar <laughs> and <laughs> then smells so bad because vinegar is pungent yeah yeah and just like crying but it was at the end of the night so like all my family members were coming into the kitchen to say like bye to my mom oh, and bye to me and they're just like thanks for the party okay bye, bye. <laughs> and then like looking at me and being like sorry and then leaving <laughs> and we just being like goodbye see you next time like so many i just remember saying goodbye in tears to so many of my family members That's funny. i bet there's a picture of you bawling your eyes out Kay. probably probably there's a myth in the black community that we don't need sunscreen and it's like bad like a lot of people think just because we have melanin we don't need it but we yeah. do Yes. Uh, I was looking up some, speaking of that, um, some remedies are to speak to both of that is like aloe vera, cool water, taking an oatmeal bath, hydrating, but specifically with the melanin thing, um, there was like an article I read pretty much like they listed all BIPOC as like not being as susceptible to sunburns because of the melanin in our skin. I was like, Mm. oh, the one time we have a huge advantage right but what they were saying was with sunscreen there's like uva uvb and the melanin will protect it and like help disperse the uva and uvb so that's why like brown people people who have melanin don't burn as easily because it's like dispersed but then it doesn't do um it doesn't protect you from um skin cancer yeah Mm. yeah Cause you're still susceptible to that. Cause the UVB, um, the sunscreen is protecting you from UVB, which causes skin cancer. So yeah. it's like some protection, but not like full protection. Right. Yeah. Cause I've never, I've never just like hung out at the beach, like here and like in LA and like got burned. Like that doesn't happen to me. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Do you do, do you wear sunscreen every day, Hakeem? No, I don't like the way it feels. Like you was, <laughs> feel so thick. Oh, yeah. this is a game changer. You have to get face sunscreen. You can't use body. I got it. I, got it, I think. Well, Do you? I think it's for the face. It's a it's a vino. Right, it's oh yeah, yeah. I can see some of it. you have to hold it in front of your face. I feel like there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. You don't like it? Ah, uh, not really. I only put it on if I like. If I'm gonna be in the sun for a long period of time. Mm. You know what I mean? So, but I don't, I don't like the way, I don't, I don't like layering my face with like lotion and then putting something on top of lotion. Yeah. The other thing with sunscreen is if you do put sunscreen on, you have to double wash your face to like break it down. Really? Yeah. Cause it, it'll clog your pores. Oh yeah. And now, that's how you get like blackheads and stuff. No. For these facial sunscreens, do they also act as moisturizer or would you put moisturizer and and some some? Yeah, there's moisturizers that have SPF in it. Um, I always put sunscreen on. I used to not because I'm from here and I'm on top of your moisturizer as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I used to be like, I never wear sunscreen because I'm, you know, from here and like never wore sunblock or sunscreen. If anything, I wore it like tanning oil. Um, 
And but recently, as I've gotten older, like tanning, I want to go to the beach. Um, but as I've gotten older, I always wear sunscreen on my face. It's always if bare minimum moisturizer and sunscreen. So can you tell us, walk us through your steps of like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to be in the sun today. What what is your process? Um, if it's a whether you, I mean, and, and like as if you were wearing makeup, too, you'd also have the makeup on. So it would yeah. be like. So whether or not I wear makeup on. Yeah. So whether I wear, whether I wear makeup, it's always, I do toner, moisturizer and sunscreen. Um, Sometimes if I'm feeling extra luxurious, I'll do like an essence underneath, which is like a serum. Um, Yeah. And then, then, then if I'm doing makeup on top of that, I will do primer, my foundation. foundation. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So much. It is, right? It It feels like a lot, but you get used to it. So it's not a lot. It sounds comfortable. It does. It. I mean, sorry, sorry, Quincy, but it does. No, no, no. it's it, it. It is uncomfortable. Um, I found a sunscreen for my face that I like. It feels very like light, and it doesn't have that like thick texture of like oh, I'm putting sunscreen on. So that also helps. Like so, a lot of the stuff I have, you know, it's trial and error too. Like I find stuff that I like that feels good on my skin. So if you had a moisturizer that had sunscreen in it, would you still put that moisturizer and then another layer of sunscreen? Probably not. Okay. Um, But if you were going to the beach or whatever, where you were, or like an Island, um, I would say um, get sunscreen. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. I, I, when I go to the beach, I wear like actual sunscreen. I usually don't wear makeup at the beach. So I will put actual sunscreen on my face. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, good skin. Hmm? So, go ahead. So you do got good skin. So it doesn't, it probably does like work. <laughs> yeah. And drink, drink lots of water. It was interesting. I went camping a few weeks ago um, up in Yosemite and like, it was interesting. Cause like you up are up in the mountains and it's like pretty dry up there. I got a really nice tan up there surprisingly. Cause we were by the lake. And for some reason it must've been the water reflecting, like the sun was really hot, which made the water really feel good, but I was very dehydrated. And it was interesting. I was like, Oh, next time I go camping, I think I'm going to overhydrate before I go so that I'm like not starting from my base and then getting dehydrated. I don't know if you guys have experienced that or like even being on set, like being on set for like, I just shot something um, yesterday as I shot up, I produced a spec commercial and I was like on set for 10 10 hours and it feels like on set also feels dehydrating. And I feel like I should have overhydrated the night before. Right. That, yeah. makes, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah I, I think also when you're, when you're swimming, it's like this weird kind of like, um, trick. Cause you're like, I'm in water. Like <laughs> I don't need to drink water. I'm in it. Um, but you know, be, actually you need to drink more because yeah. you're actually moving through water and it's harder to move through water than it yeah. is through air. Um, yeah. So I agree with that. Um, and, and, uh, and I will say like, again, just the, the idea of like putting things on your face, I have a bit of, I'm a, I'm a bit of a sweaty face person. Like that I feel the layers, which is why I don't usually don't and aren't a regular makeup person. Um, so I, I probably would be one of those people that would find a moisturizer with, with a uh, sunscreen to, I think it's on just finding basis. the right product for you. I know there are some foundations. Um, cause I'm that like trying new stuff. Yeah. And like some, sometimes it feels not great on hot days. 
point. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, just keep looking. Um, I've tried several different kinds. It's just about finding the right product for you. Yeah. And, right. and did you, um, did you explore like the aerosol sunscreen? Oh yes. The only big thing was that people are probably not spending enough time spraying themselves when you do the spray sunscreen. Oh, okay. You're supposed to do a whole six second on an area for it to like land versus people are just going like, and like, they're like covered. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like six seconds. You suppose. So it gets like the full service because people are just like, like misting like it on just this. versus making sure you get the entire surface covered. Even that's uncomfortable. I hate the way that feels like. It's just, yeah, it's I am. Layer on me. Speaking of like teams and civil wars, I think I was on team <laughs> sun, spray sunscreen, but now I am officially on team lotion sunscreen, even okay. though I used to not because it was thick. I don't know. It just feels like I'm getting it in my skin. It's on. It's Big. on. Yeah. yeah rubbing it in. Amazing. Yeah. And I think I prefer the this because I can just like slap it on, which I usually don't do versus like sitting there and having to like mist my face with the yeah. sunscreen. Yeah. Well, I used to spray it in my hands and then put it on my face. Oh, OK. Yeah. That's a hack. Yeah. You I still think- got to do it for six seconds or you just like. Oh, yeah. I would spray it like once there was kind of like a good kind of like foam of it. I would, I would just like then wipe it on my face. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Cause putting, spraying it on your face was like, yeah, maybe cough lot. and stuff. Yeah. Cool. cool. Sometimes I accidentally breathe in the aerosol. And yeah, I'm like, oh, this is what aerosol gas is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, um, any what? other final comments on sunscreen or sunburns? No. no, guys, just wear it and drink Mine lots of water. Yeah. Yours is has oh. moisturizer. Yeah, it's a mo- it's like shared daily moisturizer sunscreen. Yeah, I mean, you've been just so on top of it with the makeup portions. Like you were just. I can. Yeah. I can. And you're still and, on top of it. And in terms of like the SPF, what's the what's your take on? They say the anything number? between thirty and fifty as the SPF increases, it's a fractional the percentage you get like i think by the time you get to spf like 70 to 100 it's like 99 percent percent coverage but then 50 is like 97 98 so okay. like you're not it's just marginally different and as long as you're like reapplying consistently you're good to go so okay. but also just get full coverage like broad spectrum sunscreen is what they said to get Broad spectrum. It has antioxidants and zinc. Oh, and it protects broad, you. Broad spectrum. Yeah, it's supposed to protect you from like skin cancer and stuff. I got broad spectrum. Yeah. Sometimes so then I wonder, like, you know, when I think about modern culture, modern day society, and then I think about our ancestors, I was like, they didn't need any of this stuff. Well, well maybe they did. <laughs> maybe oh, they did, they and did? they just. I mean, maybe they dealt with little sunburns like every freaking day. Yeah, well, because know. like part of the reason, oh, maybe <laughs> because part of the reason our feet are so sensitive is because we have so many nerve endings because we needed them to be sensitive for when we were barefoot. And, you know, we got like calluses and stuff. So we needed those nerve endings to know like, owie, this is danger or like this is safe, you know? And so then I'm always like, wow, we're just like soft bags of muscle out here now like we're like useless like the muscle yeah we're just like soft bags like 
we're pudding. But, but oh, so shiny. Yeah. Oh, I have my thematic theme. Uh, oh, I came yes. up with it as we were talking. Uh, I, earlier I mentioned, you know, let's all come out of the dark sh- shadows of shame and guilt. But watch out for the sun. You don't want to get burned. <laughs> 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 and drink water. <laughs> and drink water. Wait, okay. Yeah. You think that Superman needs sunscreen since he gets his powers from the sun? I mean, oh. Kryptonians have a whole other genetic whatever. Like, I, I would have no idea. I would say Wait, how no. far is Kry- Kry- Krypton from the sun? It, I mean, it, I think it's a, like a whole other universe. Oh, OK, because uh, then I'm like a different stars, like there's stars that are, you know, like their suns in their galaxy or whatever. So that's why yeah. it's the equivalent of the sun, wherever he was from. Yeah, maybe he doesn't get sunburn because it's a different kind of sun. Yeah, I think it's a, like a red sun thing. Or like ours is a red sun, theirs is a different sun. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know DC so well, but yeah. you know, I'm Most sure there's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's someone. Uh, Who knows? There's somewhere in a comic somewhere. I actually I have a, a similar theme for sunscreen uh, and Civil War. Um, make sure, like the Sokovia Accords, it was it's created. You know, sunscreen creates oversight for your body and oh. protection. So even Dang. though you might want to rebel and be like, I don't need this, like mm, it's be safer for everyone if you <laughs> cover all areas. Okay, I just got like a little bit of like a preview of like you as like a mom, like <laughs> trying to like warn the kids to like do a thing without harping on it. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like Cap with sunscreen. Be like Iron Man and obey the accords. Obey the sunscreen. <laughs> um, well, that I think that brings us to the end for today um, and all the time we have. Thank you for listening and or watching. Um, Hakeem, where, where can people find you? Yes. I am on every social network under K-I-M-O-H-I-L-L, Kimo Hill, at yes. Kimo Everywhere. And do you have anything you'd like to plug or any exciting news? Mm, not just yet. Okay. Not just yet. A lot of things working right now. Yay. Yes. And we will stay out on the lookout. Um, Mm -hmm. But so, but thank you for joining. And if you'd like to reach out to us or find out more about Marvel makeup, you can follow us on all social media at Marvel makeup, or you can email us at Marvel makeup at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe wherever you find our podcast. And please give us five stars so that our Asian moms stop asking us when we're going to break into the industry. Yep. Yes. <laughs> have you broken in yet? How would someone break in? What's have you gotten your foot in the door? <laughs> what happened to that audition? <laughs> Well, thanks, everyone. Catch you next time on Marvel and Makeup. Bye. Bye. Marvel Makeup is hosted and produced by Quincy Cho and Kay Kanapu. Quincy is an actor-writer based in Los Angeles, California. Kay is a writer-performer for Filipino AF and an alum of the CBS Diversity Sketch Showcase. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Quincy Dinosaur and at Kay Kanapu. 
The music for Marvel Makeup was composed by Clarence Yap and our artwork was designed by Patty Lynn. You can find them on Instagram at Clarence underscore Yap and at PattyLynn.jpg. See our show notes for even more info. Marvel Makeup is also a member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a network of Asian American hosted podcasts. Please check out our fellow Potluck pods by going to the website, podcastpotluck.com. Hey, Brian, did you go to Saturday school as a kid? I sure did. Did you? Totally. Well, at our podcast, Saturday School, we don't teach a language, but we pass along the culture that we do know. And that's Asian American pop culture. Ada is a journalist, and I'm a professor and film festival programmer. We've watched a lot of great Asian American movies, and we want you to watch them too. Come listen to us as we look back at the pioneering films that have led us to today. Do you know, I was a grown-ass man when I found out that Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and the ABC song with the same melody. <gasps> Is <laughs> it? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> A, B, C, G, E, F, G. At the same time, ready? Okay. okay. Three, two, two one. one. A, B. No, I'm, <laughs> okay. Oh. You sing it. I do ABC. You do, you do Twinkle. Okay. Go, Hakeem. You can do it. Show us. Twinkle? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, sing. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, Yeah, mine's up. Mine's up. Same melody. I just love that you called the Twinkle Twinkle Little Song the lyrics.